If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Horse welfare and safety are of utmost importance where humans have any interaction with horses. Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Today's guest is Selena Eden. Selena's a life coach specialising with equestrians. How are you, Selena? Wonderful. Thanks, Glennis. Thank you. Oh, good. Good to talk to you, Selena. And I'm sure that a lot of people are going to say, this is exactly what I need. I'm just, you know, I, I love my horse. I love riding, but I just need a little bit of help in a couple of areas. So, before we even get started, have you got, or at the mm. beginning, I shouldn't say before we get started because we've already started, but, but started, yeah. a quote, you know, do you have a quote, just something that you live by or something that's taught you a lesson or something that you teach your students that we can talk about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, one, of, The real big one for me is what's in the brain goes through the rain. Okay. And I've yet to see that that doesn't apply to all of us, including myself and uh, everyone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, is that your quote? It's not, actually. I um, It's not mine. I, a lot of people have used it. I've looked for where it very first came from, um, and I haven't been able to find that. I think so many people have used it. Um, it's just so apt, you know, what's in the brain. I was going to say, it makes, makes common yeah. sense. That's probably why so many yeah. people use it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, this whole life coaching, specialising in equestrians, mm. tell us a little bit about yourself because you came into riding a bit later, didn't you? Or you got your your first horse a bit later? Oh, look, I did. I only came, I actually only got my first horse at 40. Mm-hmm. Um, my first, I mean, I love them from the first moment seen them. I was on a cattle station and um, I was just in love with them and I was so small, I just, I'm dink on a horse <laughs> at the back. Yep. My first experience was actually going to this lovely little canter, the top of my world. Next minute, the horse shied, we both came off and I was weeks in hospital getting oh, arms no. set months. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so when I did come to riding at 40, um, just loving them you know, ever since, I hadn't really been in the saddle. You know, there was a lot to overcome for myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, besides the body, wasn't quite the body. Yeah. So, Selena, coming into it, you know, you, you've sort of had two reasons why you wouldn't be confident with horses. One is because, you know, you sort of that fall very early, but then also coming in and mm. starting with horses or, or going on fairly late. Because people who say, I used to ride when I was young and then I started again when I was 40, but but not even having your own horse when you were young, that makes it harder and late, so you've got less confidence. So you sort of experienced it before you started to teach it. But how did you come through teaching it? Were you already a life coach and you saw the need or how did that come about? Uh, yes. I suppose is a short answer. Um, when I did a whole lot of personal development and I started that way, that's yep. when we started to say, okay, the city lots 
um, let's go our dream instead. And we ended up with horses. I had young children. I was really immersed in the horse industry when I actually came to a point where I went, I'm going to study life coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'd been in the saddle a couple of years, a few challenges, you know, those times, and my brain's going, it, it knows that there's no problem. I've got this quiet horse. I'm getting on. Everything's good. And yet I'd still be in tears, running down my face with fear. And it's just like, well, you know, there was the logical part of me that went, why? Yes. Getting upset with me because it's just like this doesn't make sense. And then there's mm-hmm. the other part. So when I uh, was life coaching, I came across these exercises and they literally the blocks and I never looked back and I was just like, you're kidding me. And then uh, I was pretty well immersed in the in the industry, you know, around it by then. So I saw a lot of things with other people. So I further adapted and worked with these exercises. Mm-hmm. And I still had 100% sense now, 100%. I mean, that's boasting a bit, but it's true. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. exciting. <laughs> so just thinking about, you know, because – People come in, and I'm thinking about the type of people who would need your help, okay? Mm. But I'm also thinking about the type of person that you are that's able to help them. So what do you think you've Mm. got? I mean, we've already said, actually, that you've been there, done that. But what have you got? You've got the block, so you've got like a few tools in your tool belt. Anything else we need to, you know, reasons why people would contact you? What do you have? Yeah, um, for me, I, I suppose I have a few words. I work very much in language. Um, yes. So one of the words I always take out is need to because I don't think anyone needs to, you know, needs my help because I don't actually help mm-hmm. anyone either. I'm more of a tour guide on the journey. But w- where I would go with that is um, confidence for me isn't always about nerves either. It's actually about going the next level. I mean, some of the questions that I have coached, have been really good writers. And in fact, some of them are coaches themselves who mm-hmm. just weren't able to get through to their students who now yep. can with the yep. change in communication. Uh, and so I suppose where I'm coming from, and like one of my writers who was sort of stuck at that prelim level, she's 80 centimetres, 80 centimetres, and she just, she wanted to go up. There was no seeming reason why, except her horses kept seeming to hurt themselves, which was nothing to do with her. However, after the coaching, you know, within a few months, she actually came first and second on the only two horses she'd entered in an eventing at 105. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, mm. Yeah, so I'm not just working with the nervous rider. I'm working with everyone with blocks. And I suppose why you'd come to me is um, I've got a life experience well beyond. I used to be a software programmer. Um, okay. before I decided I really wanted to work with people. So I've, I had 20 years of thinking outside of the box mm-hmm. <laughs> and of um, putting all kinds of tools and life experience together that then I've been able to bring into a way that if I was purely with horses all the time, I think um, I wouldn't have a lot of those uh, the brain patternings and experience and the working with teams and working with people. And really, when you're working with your horse, that's a team. Yep. Yeah, you know, sure. uh, yeah. So I bring a lot more to the to the plate than. Um, and look, at the end of the day, it is never really about just the horse or you and the horse. Yes, it always yes. comes back to ourselves. And whatever's going wrong is going or is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all over your life. It's not in any one place. So you know, I have three now young women um, yep. as daughters. I've done the family thing. I've done the 28 years <laughs> of marriage. You know, yep. there's really not much out there where I haven't 
really had to work for it, you yes, know, to have yes. it work. Okay. It's okay. never always about the horse. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's why you'd come to me is just I'm, I'm not just about the horse. Thinking about the people who do come, what's the initial conversation? They say, look, I'd like you to, and, and I know you don't want to use the word help, but assist me, whatever, with my confidence, with my horse, with my blocks, with my you know, with other things, with my husband who doesn't want me to ride, with my, I don't know, do you do that, you know? Give us a couple of examples of people who would come to you or or um, types of people, types of problems they might have that you can assist them. Sure. So one would be, um, the most popular one is, oh, my friend said I should just give you a call because mm. you might be able to help me, but I don't think you really could. <laughs> That's normally okay. the way a conversation okay. starts. So something that they want to do, but they don't want to admit that. Yeah. And, and like, really, it's like it's that niggling dream within them, but they've yes. kind of really just lost all the oomph for it actually being possible. Uh-huh. You know, like... Um, Look, I think it's hopeless, but yeah, that's not what they're saying, but it's kind of what they're saying. Look, I don't think, you know, anyone can help with this. It's just mm. a lost cause. And then they'll they'll present. So, you know, one person would be, look, I really want to you know, ride my horse out, but I'm just, I just haven't been able to get out the round yard since my accident. And in fact, a lot of people, if I had to say there was a group, even of the high-level riders, it would mm-hmm. be, um, since I had my accident, I just... Um, I just have lost my nerve or I just can't get past, um, you know, my horse is fine and then as soon as we get into that dressage ring, you know, it goes all wrong and we're rushing and and he's this or he's that and, you know, um, there's that kind of conversation where everything's fine in this scenario and we go somewhere else and it's all different. Um, And then, yeah, the riders who have had a fall um, or had children, that's another big one. Your hormones, everything in women change. And all of a sudden you've got the protective, you've got a lot of physical things that you don't want to be fighting. Mm -hmm. And, um, And, of course, my answer to that is don't fight it. Like, Really, just recreate. Um, the biggest thing I find with uh, a lot of people, and this is particularly for, you mentioned earlier, the people who say, oh, yeah, I rode when I was young and getting yes. back into it. Mm. One of the most common things is they don't shift their, their, their plan. You know, they might have the same goal to go out and do things, but the way they're going to get there is not the same as when they were a kid and they bounced and they had no fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yes. If you want to do that as an adult, so, you know, you want to suck up the fear and say, right, okay, and really face it and maybe change the way you're doing things, reassess what it is you want to do and see if you do still want to do it because there's a lot of occasion it's just, you yeah, being that, you know, Oh, I've always wanted this, so I have to want it. And you've never yes. gone back and questioned, actually, do I really want this? Or do I actually want something different with the horse? <laughs> yes, yes, I think that's quite yeah. realistic. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. the first thing we look at is our, our the dreams and goals and check that they're aligned with our values. Um, if I've got a minute, one of the other big things I see with riders is they'll look at someone else or they'll have had this picture when they were a child, they would have seen something or they'll be looking at another group and they'll go, oh, wow, you know, and subconsciously they're going, how free and brave they are. And, oh, I want to do that. But the action yes. is wanting to do what they pe- those people are doing. 
So they go down that path and then even if they achieve it themselves, within themselves, they're not feeling free and brave, which is what they look at and Mm. they put the relationship together. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah, so they get there and then it's like, oh, hang on, I'm still not feeling free and brave. So then they try to go, they've got to win the next one still not feeling free and brave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet if we, if we, in the very first call, if we get what would them feeling free and brave is ABC, you know, that can take, that can take two weeks. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so, and yes. And they have achieved their true alignment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so winning a competition is like the icing on the cake. You know, like if you, if you go out, you're happy, your horse is going well, that is brilliant. Mm. But then winning, that's just extra. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting those core things first. You Absolutely. can set yourself insane by wanting to win all the time because if you look at the number of competitors out there and, and you know, even though mm. you might be among the better ones, but even the better yes. riders don't win all the time. No. And, look, I hate to say it, but some judges like grey horses and not they. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You, know, <laughs> you know, look, can say that. Yep. And, and this is yep. this is the world we you know, like yep. we're all human. Everything, and that's yep. nothing against the judges. That's a tough gig. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And you know, mm. there's so many things can go wrong. But anyway. Yes. What about now just thinking about a case studies? Because you've got a few recommendations and things on your website, but can you tell us a little bit about people who you know, you've told us in general terms, and you don't have to say their yes. name, but just tell us specifically. No, no, that's okay. And as someone who's come in, they've got this problem, then you've worked with them, done this, and then they've been able to do that. Okay. So um, one lady, we'll call her T. Yep. <laughs> um, she, we're at um, clinic um, this day. So there was the, the, the coach who was out there working with the horses, and yes. then I was doing mindset work on the side. And she was really there to do the, the mindset work. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, she was there to do the ridden work. So the mindset work when she got in was like, oh, I didn't know there was this. And we came in and we did the exercise, which um, removes blocks. Actually, has you be grateful for things that weren't, um, yeah, you were otherwise were sitting there as a fear. So we've gone into that exercise. When we came out um, and we were talking. And she just teared up and um, I said, what's there for you? I said, what did you get out of that? And she goes, I decided to live. I looked at her and I said, what do you mean? She said, well, I had a car crash four yeah. years ago, she yeah. said, and as you can see, my body doesn't work real well. She's an RDA right now. Yeah. And um, and she said, I, I'm here just trying to be able to get on my horse with my son, she said, but actually I'm, I'm just so dead in so many parts of my life. She said, and um, I'm going to live. I'm going to mm-hmm. live my life again. And uh, and since then, she's gone back. Actually, she wasn't the A rider. I think I want to go to the, to the Paralympics. Oh, and so on. she's gotten yeah. herself back into RDA. She's, um, I mean, she deals with so much pain. She's had another fall, but she's gotten back on. And, oh, look, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed when I even think <laughs> of just, she's so amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she gets out there and does the dressage test. She's just Oh, I just, yeah, look, just getting present to, yeah, and I, and I know so many other stories, you know, I've just had, um, 
another lady, Julie, who uh, right at the end when we were coaching, she'd gotten back into a horse. She was out. She'd just done another endurance again. And uh, she was so excited. It was all coming together with the horses. She just on top of the world and found out she had brain, um, breast cancer oh, wow. in the last week of our coaching. Oh, and she wrote me between the the coaching and the um, and getting it removed. And there was stuff going with doctors and they were putting it back. But one of the very first things we did with her is when she talked, there was always the word fear. She was not fearful. Yes. She didn't have fear. Or when she did have fear, or then she done that. That word mm-hmm. was in almost every. And as I, I just said, right, that's going to be an F word for you. You know, yeah. she said, "Ladies, she doesn't swear." Mm-hmm. I said, "That's an F word now. It's a four-letter F word, yeah. and we just don't use that anymore." And and so we came up with other creative ways. And um, anyway, she's back patting her horses and driving a car, but her courage. You know, and uh, and the doctors, and she said, you know, wow, that the coach, she said it was great for my horses, but what it got me through, mm. you know, it, mm. it made a difference. Yeah, so it is, that's two of them, and I'm, I'm just going to end up a bawling mess here if we keep going. <laughs> so I've got plenty of them. Okay. <laughs> I've got plenty of stories, but does that give you some idea? It does, it does, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. I'll have to... Um, get you on and, and I don't know, you know, just one story at a time or something, but uh, yeah. yeah. There's plenty. For yeah. sure, for sure. You know, and obviously you've got a lot of pride, you know, doing it. So that's that's wonderful. And and wonderful oh, for fulfillment. you. Fulfillment. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you yeah. know, the best thing about working with these people, what do you think that is? Mm. Oh, the kind of people who say yes to yeah. coaching, to mindset mm. coaching and life coaching, they're the kind of people who are up to stuff, you know. They're before, you know, for them to even say yes to the coaching, they are literally stepping out of their comfort zone. And for me, the deliciousness and the juice of life lives outside of the comfort zone. And um, and as soon as things getting a bit flat, it's because you've just gotten comfortable in your couch and it's time to hop and get back out. So the people come to me. They're already a yes to getting out of their comfort zone. And when you step up there, like every time it's like a journey, you know, some people, they get really excited by overseas travel. And, you know, I like like overseas travel, but for me, it's not, it doesn't float my boat. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not this big light up. For me, my travel with me is for someone else to invite me on their life's journey and to see where it goes and what's to be discovered and mm-hmm. and what's out there that you never knew was possible or even existed. And every single person, there's something, you know, I get, I learn so much from every single person I coach. It's just thrilling. It's wow. so, and it's such an honour to be, for them to allow that, you yes, know, yes. to allow me into their life. Uh-huh. So that's uh-huh. what, that's what does it for me. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So just thinking, you know, people listening, and if they're thinking a mindset coach, as a mindset coach, what's one tip that you can give them that's going to help them, that's going to um, just a general, generic type thing that you would train mm. people in? I would say it's um, that we all sort of have filters of what we think uh, the way we think things are, mm-hmm. and that extends to our horses. And um, gosh, what a, what a guy! He, he the best quote I think my second one that I struggled uh, that I wanted to say was yeah. that the horses are a mirror of ourselves. 
Yes. And when we look at a repetitive problem or something that's not anything that's not working, you know, um, and we and it's so easy to look at the horse and say, oh, the horse is just like that. Oh, the horse, you know, oh, it, you know, the previous owners they were really hard on him. He's just skittish. He's always, you know, that's just him. Um, or oh, my horse just doesn't like the dressage, likes everything else. So you know, but that's just the way he is. That's just what I work with, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And we put our horses in a box and it's like having them live their lives in a round yard. And so what I would say is when something's not working, you know, try giving up everything you know, which is really tough, right? Because I mean everything you know. Mm -hmm. Just go watch it in the paddock, the way it moves, the way it interacts with other horses. Go have a look at the way it plays. Go do some groundwork and see the way it moves and what it does because groundwork and saddle work. They should be the same and they're not. Um, Go have a look at all that. And then look at yourself. You know, it it starts with, you know, what's in our brains is going through the reins. To every repetitive um, scenario, I always say just start by looking at yourself, look at yourself, look at yourself. What are you bringing to it? How are you thinking the horse is thinking? Because that's not how the horse is thinking. How are we, you know, are we trying to get it right with the confusion of what everybody else has said? Well, maybe none of them work for our horse. Maybe we've got to trust ourselves. You know, always look to ourselves. Look to ourselves. What does the horse need? What do I need? You know, what is there for me to provide? What can I give? Okay, my left leg, you know, is a bit whoopsie-doozy and it doesn't, so I can't put on so much leg there. How else can I do this? Look to myself. And when you're absolutely exhausted looking to yourself, Ask others to look at you. And then, you know, don't believe everything they say, but look at it. And if you're still young enough after you've done all the looking at yourself, okay, well, then go look at your horse. Okay. But if you if you don't want to do that journey, you know what? Sell your horse and go get one that looks the way you want it to now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But okay. it won't be the same one in three horses. It's just a little warning because yes. it'll be back like the other horse. But, yes. you know, yeah, I'd say start with yourself because, you know, there's only one person or living being in this whole entire world that I have any influence over. Yes. And that's me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's only one that you have any influence, mm-hmm. truly 100% influence over, and that's you. Yep. So here we are trying to influence a, um, a being that's, you know, typically four to five times our weight mm-hmm. and, and 10 times our power. And we think that, you know, we want to change them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's kind of yes. funny, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 If you're an equestrian coach or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look. Horsechats.com. Well, what have you got planned in the sure. next 12 months, two years? Is it much well, the actually, same I'm, or you've got something new coming No, yeah. I've, uh, I'm, I'm pretty well – I've put together now some group programs also. All yep. my coaching is by phone, so it doesn't matter where people oh, live. Perfect. I've coached perfect. people in Western Australia and yep. uh, I never meet most of the people I coach. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I've put together some group programs. Obviously, a lot of it is personal. So there's three um, private calls, um, but then there's also the two group calls with the exercises that we can do, and this helps keep the price down. Um, So I'm running a daytime one and and an evening one Mm -hmm. um, starting in January. They're five-week programs um, for 250, or the private programs or the one-on-ones or the the tailored ones. Um, Other than that, I'm also going to run some seminars um, they will be fairly local unless people, you know, uh, can provide a, a way to cover the costs for me to to travel. Sure. Um, yeah, but I'm going to really concentrate more on this. One of the things when I was at Equitana, if you just give me one more minute, oh, is that, uh, yeah, Stacey Westfall opened her masterclass mm-hmm. with something that will never leave me. She said, imagine there are four quadrants, if you write like a, a cross, there are four quadrants to your writing. Mm-hmm. She's and she's American, and yes. they have a very different culture to this than Australians do. Australians are still quite resistant; they keep confusing mm-hmm. it with something to fix, you know, as opposed to somewhere to get. I work with somewhere to get. Psychiatrists work with somewhere to fix. I am not that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. am not fixing anything. So but she's got this quadrant, and she said, um, and in this order: rider mindset, rider body, horse mindset, horse body. And there's a lot of coaches and some really good ones, even mindset coaches, but they're still working with two of those quadrants. You know, they're doubling up. And there's really, I don't know of one other coach in Australia at the moment who works solely on that first quadrant, which is 25% yes. if you want to, you know, yes. follow Stacey Westfall, which really, yeah. if you're going to go for a someone to follow, she's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, whereas in the past I've done mixed clinics and had the horses involved, um, I'm going to leave that to people that are qualified to do that, and I am going solely for that 25% of uh, rider mindset. So all my coaching will be on the phone or um, in group scenarios from from now on. Yeah. yeah yes, because we've got listeners from all around the world now, you know, in some yeah. countries that I have to look up the map to see where the countries are. But, <laughs> but um, you know, we're yeah. certainly certainly spreading our wings. So the fact that you've got something there that um, you can help people with is brilliant. Now, Selena, I know that your details are going to be on horsechats.com slash Selena yes. Eden or just go to horsechats.com, search for Selena or search for Eden, I-D-D-O-N or I-D-D-O-N. But if they'd like to contact you direct, what's the best way? Mm. Uh, phone or email. Really, just so you remember it, is Equestrian Confidence. And uh, you could Google that. I think we come up number one. There's yes. uh, the Australian one, .au, or put into uh, Facebook, Equestrian Confidence, and I think we come up first there as well. Perfect. I think that's good. And before we go, just sum up your philosophy into a lesson, just a couple of sentences for people to go away with. Don't dream it, live it. Simple, simple, (laughs) easy. Yeah, Yeah. good. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. 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 Glenis, thank you so much for your time and for inviting me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming. We appreciate all your expertise. It's really good to get people on that work in different areas of the horse industry. You know, that's what we're all about is Mm. is saying the horse industry really is a career. People really can work within the horse industry. It's not just a dead-end job as, you know, some people would believe. It really is lots and lots of areas and and you can bring in other skills to do with your horses and specialise in that area. Absolutely. Yep, yep. 
And I look forward to a lot more life coaches or a lot more mindset coaches out there too because I don't want to be the only one. I want there to be dozens of us. <laughs> I want Australians to think this is absolutely normal mm. and that, you know, <laughs> yep. I want there to be dozens and dozens of us. <laughs> yep. yep, perfect, perfect. Beautiful. All right. Good to talk to you, Selena. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Glennis. Thanks. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below.